Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hi, this is Charles Kelly. Well, another report has come out this month, which could be yet another nail in the coffin for buy-to-let landlords and that whole buy-to-let market. And that is that there's a new service being launched uh, from the 1st of August, which gives tenants even more power, even more rights to to challenge Section 21 eviction notices. And this is serious. And it's not reported in in the mainstream media, as, as far as I can see at all, Uh, I haven't certainly heard about it. It was a good friend of mine uh, and a colleague, fellow colleague in a state agency uh, called Antonio, Anthony Antonio, that has reported this on one of his TikTok videos. And and that is a a new service which will give uh, tenants another really weapon in their armory, if you like, to to, to challenge uh, Section 21 evictions, which are going up. Um, Certainly a lot of landlords, thousands of landlords have been issuing section 21 notices perhaps because they want to sell the property due to higher interest rates perhaps they're retiring or or perhaps they've got troublesome tenants i don't know it could be a hangover from the the period of the last few years when you couldn't uh, evict any tenants I, I i really don't know but i'm just sharing the screen here this is uh, shelter's um website and shelter have been around for for donkey's years uh, since since the 60s as far as i can remember when there were real housing problems at that time and you had rogue landlords and rackman and people like that that were treating tenants badly but a lot a lot has moved on since then and we've got so many laws and regulations helping tenants and and uh, uh regulating landlords that do we really need an organization like shelter uh helping people to evade a, a normal eviction process a normal section 21 which is like at the end of your tenancy you know we want the property back what's wrong with that uh but if you're a tenant this is great news if it's if you're a landlord it's not such good news at all but here you can see legal aid and free legal advice from the 1st of august 2023 you can get early legal advice if you are at risk of losing your home this advice is free no matter what your income is and it gives then a website and and it says housing loss prevention advice service what does that mean housing loss prevention advice service it's basically saying if your landlord wants their property back we can prevent it we can help you prevent getting your property back and then then it goes on to talk about legal aid which is not available to everybody but if if you're on a lower income or you're on income support you could get legal aid to to then have a a solicitor or barrister come to your court hearing for an eviction and that could drag the thing out and cost the landlord thousands of pounds in legal fees as it is um, a friend of mine is trying to to evict a tenant who's refused to leave after a section 21 notice was was served this is after two years of causing a lot of disruption in the property so the landlord finally said okay we'll, we'll issue a section 21 notice and then you know you you can go and they, they did that three or four months ago the tenant said no we're not leaving so if they went through the legal process, it's bound to cost the landlord between £1,000 and £2,000, depending on whether they handle the hearing themselves or, or bring a, uh, a solicitor along. 
or an expert along to, to deal with that. And then even then, you know, the tenant could challenge it. The tenant could say, well, I didn't get this document. I didn't get a copy of the, the gas safety certificate before I moved in. Uh, and th- this case was dealt with, uh, the, the, the tenancy was arranged by an agent who was supposed to be managing the property, but has really washed their hands of it. Uh, but if, if they go back and challenge whether they had certain documents, you know, the, 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 the how to rent guide and the, uh, the, the energy performance certificate, all these things have to be served before the tenant moves in. Now, if, if the, uh, the agent has been lax about it and just sort of given them a load of documents on the day they moved in or assigned here and here's a load of documents and there you go um maybe the tenant could challenge it so well i didn't get those documents did did the did the letting agent actually get a signature to say i have received this document i have received that document i mean there's a list of about 10 documents you can look them up yourself because uh, if not they could challenge this in court and then the judge could throw the section 21 out and then you go back to square one and even when you you've got you know an order you might have to then go through and pay bailiffs to go around and, and actually uh, physically evict somebody. So all of this is is more help for tenants and and less help for the landlords. And it just it's astounding to me that you know we've got a major housing crisis on at the moment. We've got two hundred fifty thousand people homeless because local authorities have run out of temporary accommodation. This could be linked to the migrant crisis, or it could just be that there's just not enough properties being built for 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 low income families for social housing. I haven't seen many council houses been built since the 1970s when there was an explosion during the 60s and 70s to, to cope with the post-war housing uh, problem. So I don't see any imagination coming from the government, from the authorities. I just don't see any imaginative ideas. All I see is this landlord bashing type of legislation. And this is on top of the, the, the Tenant Reform Act, which is coming out next year. And that will make it even more difficult for, for landlords and, and easier for tenants to just basically do what they want you know um so then this goes on here shelter talks about you know legal aid could help you get uh, advice from civil legal advice appointment with a legal advice or solicitor uh, at a possession hearing uh from a court duty advisor all this paid for by by legal aid by by us by taxpayers by by landlords basically Uh, and that doesn't cover the landlord's legal fees of course it only covers the tenant's school and then the tenant can go in and argue so many points i mean the the solicitor will advise them on what they can argue about so look um that legal aid can also challenge a council's decision stop or delay eviction by a landlord um and and all sorts of things now landlords don't evict people lightly they normally evict people who are either in arrears with their 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 rent causing problems anti-social behavior or because maybe they want the property back to, to sell it you know what's wrong with that so who can get legal aid people on universal credit income support job seek allowance or all these sorts of things that people are on benefits now if you have less than eight thousand in saving or other assets now if you have a low income you could still get legal aid if your disposable income is less than 733 a month they have to means test it basically so that's a bit about that problem that there's also hit lambs i haven't seen much of it um, highlighted by the, the the landlord trade body the NRLA. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe it's on their website somewhere, but I haven't seen a an email warning coming out to landlords about it, and I certainly haven't seen it mentioned by by, by other organisations. Is it Antonio Antonio who pointed this out on TikTok? Now, I want to also show you here. This is again linked to property. Uh, house prices fell by seven thousand in August as high mortgage rates uh, and the cost of living prices hit spending power. And, and that's that's another report um, by by Right Move, 
Um, these are asking prices. As you can see, average new seller asking prices fell by just under 2% or 7,000 pounds, according to, you know, on average of 364 uh, said right move. Uh, the fall is more than double the seasonal average drop that you would normally see in, in August because the market's a bit quiet. So the housing market is suffering as buyer demand and spending power has been hit by the cost of living crisis. Uh, the, and mortgage rates have surged to a 15 year high in, in re recent months. Of course, we've seen the Bank of England increase interest rates 14 times on, on a row on the trot. And that that is filtered through to, to high mortgage rates. And, you know, we're seeing mortgage deals. They say that they've eased back just under six percent for a five year uh, rate, a fixed rate. But, you know, the, these things depend on the amount of equity you've got in the property. Uh, it could be you know, subject to certain rules and regulations. But the average, I, I would say most first um, most buyers and, and uh, buy to let landlords would probably see rates for a five year fixed going at, you know, between six and seven percent. So it, it is pretty tough out there uh, for 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 landlords. And this is now right move saying this right move and Zoopla and the industry have been cautious about saying, you know, there's a housing crisis on or the, or the markets in, in trouble. Uh, and now that even they are coming out and saying, well, yeah, there, there, there could be a problem here. So so that's very interesting. And, and another report by the BBC said that almost two million people are in arrears with uh, their bills. Um, and, and these are things like utility bills. So uh, this is, look, thousands will start, th rising numbers seek help for energy bills, uh, debts, say citizens advice. Thousands of people will start the winter months because these are the summer months when bills are low, falling behind with their energy bills. A total of 46,000 people with energy debts contacted the charity, this is citizens advice, in the first six months of, of uh, 2023 at 17% interest. Uh, increase uh, and you know bills are still high even though wholesale rates of gas uh, natural gas have come down bills are still high wholesale rates of, of, of oil have come down but bills are still high why why is this I, I just don't understand it um, energy debt levels are surging so I, I want to just talk about you know look, look you can see here people struggling with energy debt how it's gone up in in 2023 of course 2022 was also a high period over the last few years now the the government say official figures show that we are not actually in a recession that the economy is is just about growing uh just over one percent so we're barely treading water if you like uh i would say we're, we're mostly in debt uh um you know here look gas prices fall as Australian strike fears recede. So gas prices are, are falling and have been falling. Look, you can see here, gas prices fell sharply on Thursday. Now, of course, this is only a, a short period, but you know, following the war in, in Ukraine, Russia slashed supplies of natural gas to Europe. That, that caused uh, a rise, but it's led to a gradual fall in gas prices, which, which soared in 2022. So what, what, what I'm you know, failing to understand here is why ordinary consumers are not seeing uh, their energy prices falling. It, it's a scandal, really, because it's not only affecting consumers, it's affecting businesses, restaurants, pubs. Um, I, I was in a little cafe yesterday and they told me that everything's gone up. I, I noticed how their prices have really soared. And I said, you know, I, I know why, but I, I was talking to the owner and he said, well, look at the price of flour, look at the price of ingredients and then the price of gas and electricity because they bake their own bread and cakes is a, is a really nice little place. 
Um, but, but but they're struggling, you know, and they're all struggling. And I see businesses on the high street closing down almost, you know, every week or every month. We certainly see uh, pl- places closing down. Um, now, which bills do you prioritise if you're in, in an energy crisis? Because, of course, you've got to, to pay your rent, you've got to pay your mortgage, you've got to keep a roof over your head. And, you know, you've got to keep paying your, those energy bills. Otherwise, you know, you're not going to get any gas or electricity supplied or you're gonna, you you will get into trouble. It will affect your credit rating, by the way. Uh, but that might be the last least of your worries. Uh, but one way to do this, if you're paying your um, gas and electricity on, on some sort of direct debit arrangement as as most people are you and they might say to you we're putting your your direct debit up to 300 pounds a month well you can you can find them up and say hold on a second i can't afford that i want you to to make it lower and and i did this on one of my my buy to let properties and they immediately halved it they just said all right we'll give you that so i just i didn't bother arguing then i said okay i'll take that and i think my bill went down by about 200 a month now of course that is that's just what I pay. That's not the actual cost of the gas and electricity, but it eases the, the pressure for me and it gives me more cash flow coming in until uh, I, you know, the bills really come down. The actual bill comes down and I can catch up. So basically my, my debt to the, the gas company will be increasing by 200 a month because it's not quite covering the actual cost of the bill. But I don't care. I mean, it's, it's interest free anyway. So so why not reduce my payments and, and then we'll catch up and worry about the actual cost later on and we're worried about the actual debt that's that's accruing to, to the gas period now this is not a debt where you're falling behind with the bill this is a debt that's accruing on your bill as against um when, when you take into account actual consumption and payments because on, on a direct debit they're easing it out over the year so my consumption debt is going up by a couple of hundred pounds a month but who cares i, I don't care um because that will eventually work itself out when actual wholesale prices come down when actual consumption prices come down and I'll keep the payment at that level so it will catch up with itself I hope I'm making sense there and so that's one way you could you could cope with this contact your energy supplier and say I can't afford this and and see what they can do they might be able to put you on a better tariff uh, unfortunately the lower paid are on these uh, key meters which are a complete ripoff and and they're on the most expensive tariff usually but a lot of people are still on variable rate tariffs they can contact their 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 supplier and say I want a better tariff they can look around the market. There are some deals out there to help people. So that's that's one little tip there you could you could do to try to help you reduce your 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 outlay. At least your monthly outlay would go down, although the consumption debt might rise. But that that doesn't matter. It's, it's interest free money, really. So why not do it? Um, another just quick report is a Financial Times report that UK construction companies are becoming insolvent at the fastest rate in over 10 years. 4,000 building companies went bust in the last year as construction slows. I mean, maybe there's less building going on. We know that uh, some of the big uh, building companies, you know, the, the Wimpies and those sorts of things uh, are, are slowing down construction because why are they going to build, you know, 500 houses when they might not be able to sell them at the price they want? So it's all very well the government said, we're going to build, build, build. But it's actually the construction companies that are building these properties and they're saying, well, look, the market's not right for us. So I'm sorry about this, all this bad news here. Um, and even another report here, UK borrowing. Now we talk about debt. They they borrowed 4.6 billion, 4.3 billion in July as monthly interest hits a new record. So the interest the government are paying on, on their national debt, which is, is around about the total national debt is 2.6 trillion. That's not billion, that's trillion. 
pounds, equivalent to 98% of GDP, of the overall gross domestic product. Um, so, you know, they're just about treading more to themselves. As a country, we are in debt to such an extent that we're borrowing every month to, to service the, the, the national debt. It, it's it's incredible, isn't it? So I wouldn't worry about your gas debt when the country owes 2.6 billion, trillion. Of course, they can print money to pay this debt off. They can issue money just like that. They can pull it out of thin air. We 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 don't have that luxury. Now, a lot of landlords, as I said, are, are, are in trouble with their fixed rates. We've got you know millions of people over the next year coming off of fixed rate deals, which could have been less than 2%, and they're going on to 6%. So some landlords are saying, well, look, the buy-to-let market doesn't work because the, the the rental income I get from that from that buy-to-let property doesn't cover the new interest that I've got. Now, what what some landlords are doing is, is just selling up and saying, "I give up. That's it. Take you know, I'm out of here." Uh, and, and 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 you know, of course, the Renters Reform Act and that sort of doesn't help that situation. George Osborne's uh, tax hike uh, back back in the day doesn't help either. That's hitting landlords as well. But other landlords are switching to a different type of letting, which is called serviced accommodation. Now, serviced accommodation is, is, is a different form from just the AST. It's basically temporary accommodation, Airbnb, booking.com, or maybe uh, contract workers coming into your town for three months. They're, they're building something or they're doing some work on, you know, for a company uh, and they, they need accommodation for that period. Now, they don't have the same tenancy rights as, as normal tenants. So at the end, they just go. Um, and, and you can charge, obviously, a higher rent because of, of the, the the extra services you're giving. You're fully furnishing the place. You're 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 changing the linen every week. You're cleaning it and that sort of thing. Now, I, I've been I've used this. I, I've actually tried this myself in the past, but I, I got fed up dealing with you know, the changeovers, the linen, the bookings and all the hassle that goes with it. But the rent was much higher and I had no trouble with with any of the guests. We call them guests, not tenants. And unlike, you know, normal uh, tenancies where you, you do get hassles from time to time. Uh, but now there's a service available that can take care of all of that hassle for you. They can deal with the bookings. They can deal with the, the comings and goings and changeovers of tenants. They can deal with the linen, the cleaning, um, making sure the property is up to standard. They'll even advise uh, landlords on how to furnish your property to get optimum rental and, and optimum uh, occupancy rates. And, and they won't take on a property unless they're getting, uh, they can estimate they can get 80% or more occupancy rate, which is not worth it for them either. Now, of course, they charge for this they, they, and there are costs in this, but the net rent can be a lot higher than your net rent, uh, you know, on, on, a, on a standard AST. And also it can get around the George Osborne's tax hike because it's not considered. It's considered a holiday let, not a standard uh, AST let. So have a look at that. And if you need any advice on that, do, do contact me on, on, my, on my email address, charles at charleskelly.net. Uh, so finally, um, if you are in problems with, with money and, you, and you're th wondering where it all went and that sort of thing, I am running a, a free training webinar next Wednesday, 8 p.m., uh, click on the link below and register for that. And I'll be taking you through an hour of three steps to financial freedom and successful money management. So, so do check that out. Sorry, there's a lot, lot of content this week, but there's so much to report on. So thanks very much for listening. This is Charles Kelly Money Tips. I will see you again in the next video. Thank you very much. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. 
The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 